are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts whether that's through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. A lot has gone down since our last episode. Of course, I did release my sit-down interview with Blackhawks Stanley Cup champion defenseman Brent Sopel over the past two days. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation. It was a lot of fun to get together with Brent and just chat about chat about everything. He was a really awesome guy, super friendly, um, just a, a great human being on a mission to change the world, and I'm really appreciative of the opportunity to get to sit down and talk with him. So I hope you all enjoyed those two episodes as much as I did. Uh, But but while I released that over the past two days, a bunch of gut-wrenching news has dropped regarding the Chicago Blackhawks. It's been an absolute train wreck the past, feels like the past 48 hours really have just been a nightmare. Um, And right when it seemed like things couldn't get any worse, or so I thought... Uh, well, they seemingly did. This this is seriously just the worst year ever. I, I, I need 2020 to end. This has just been unbelievable. Uh, the first chunk of devastating news came out on Monday afternoon, and that was the Blackhawks announcing that Kirby Doc underwent successful surgery on his right wrist after getting hurt in an exhibition game for the World Junior Championship against Team Russia. That's been controversial in its own right, uh, more on that in a little bit, but, uh, now, after suffering the injury and undergoing surgery, Doc will be out for four to five months in the regular season for 2021, that's currently set to end on May 8th, so, that, that basically puts Doc on track to miss the entire regular season, just like forward Alex Nylander, and that was a tough pill to swallow for us Blackhawks fans, because, Even though we all knew the Blackhawks weren't going to be very good this year, Doc was one of the few players that everyone was really excited to see. Everyone was really thinking he was going to take that next step and potentially become the next great Blackhawk. Uh, He he showed, you know, some flashes in the postseason. There were a couple of games where he led all Blackhawks forwards in time on ice. And also, he was balling out for Team Canada before suffering the, the injury. He was just he was making some unreal, unreal dekes and doing just some crazy maneuvers in practice. He was racking up points in the scrimmages. Um, so it, it was really looking like Doc was going to have a breakout season for the Blackhawks, especially because he was likely to be slotted in on the second line next to Patrick Kane. So really tough hearing that uh, Doc likely won't have that opportunity to do so now this year. 
Um, and also, we really have to hope this isn't anything that will affect his play down the road. An inch, a wrist injury like that, ugh. I don't know, um, I mean, I know the pictures, I believe they got deleted on Twitter, but they were leaked for a little bit, and they were really gross, like, I, I have to admit, I, I am a little worried this could affect, you know, his stick handling, or, uh, his ability to win face-offs, just because, it, not all that long ago, Marcus Kruger suffered a similar injury for the Blackhawks, and, and after he came back from wrist surgery, he was really never the same in the face-off dot. If, if you remember, Marcus Kruger in 2013 and 2015, he was cash money on that fourth line. He was taking a beating every night, it seemed like, but he was winning face-offs. He was, you know, playing great in the dirty areas. And after suffering that wrist injury, he, he was really never uh, never the same player. And looking at, how, looking at how Doc's wrist looked in those pictures, I mean... I don't know what kind of fracture that was. The pictures sure looked like it was broken to me. Um, and also, this morning, Doc was on TSN radio and uh, pretty gross. He said he thought he heard his stick. Uh, he heard his stick snap, but in reality, it was his wrist. Yeah, imagine that thinking you heard your stick snap, but it was really your wrist. Ugh, just it gives me the chills thinking about it. Looking down, and your wrist is like in an S. <laughs> like, ugh, God. So, so bad. I feel so bad for Kirby. And he quarantined for a month just to play in this tournament. There were rumors that he begged the Blackhawks to let him go. He gets named captain of Team Canada, and boom. One exhibition game, and not only is he out for the entire tournament, but he's likely out for the entire 2021 regular season. Just a devastating blow for Doc, and a devastating blow for the Blackhawks. And now, of course, there are people who are absolutely livid at the Blackhawks front office for allowing Doc to play. But at the same time, it's like, had he not gotten hurt, no one would be saying this. And yeah, I know, it sucks, his season's over, and it makes the New York Rangers look like geniuses because they kept Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco back. But what people aren't talking about is... Both those guys played in the World Juniors last year, and Kirby Doc didn't. So, like, ugh. They, they could have gotten hurt playing there last year. This this could have happened to anyone at any time. And people are also undervaluing the importance of the World Juniors, especially for Canadian kids. Like, that's what they dream of doing as kids in their backyards, winning the gold for Team Canada. And to take that opportunity away from Kirby and both of his final two years of eligibility, I just don't think that would have been fair. And also, on the flip side, I still think the World Juniors, that that would have been a far greater experience for Doc than training camp would have been. Like, yeah, he would have gotten some some solid reps probably with Patrick Kane and some of his other teammates, and they, they could have established, you know, a little bit more chemistry heading into the season. But everyone already pretty much knew that Doc was locked in as the Blackhawks' second-line center next to Kane. He really didn't have anything to go out and prove in training camp. Whereas, in the World Juniors, he had plenty to go out and prove. He had to go out and show why he was the number 3 overall pick in the 2019 NHL Draft, why he was named captain of Team Canada, uh, go out and prove that, that he can help this team win a gold medal and you know, doing all of that, he would have been doing all of that alongside some of his best friends that he grew up playing hockey with and also against 
some of his fellow top NHL prospects across the entire world. So I know that people are upset with the end result, but that unlikely outcome, especially a freak injury like that, like it wasn't like it was a nasty hit where he was drilled into the boards or or a late hit or anything. It's not a concussion issue. It was just a normal collision at center ice, and it was really just the wrong place at the wrong time. It could have happened to anyone in that spot, and that that's the issue that I am having with it. Uh, it it just so happened that it was Team Canada's captain and uh, the future face of the Blackhawks franchise that got hit in that situation. Um, so don't get me wrong, I'm as frustrated as anyone that Doc probably isn't going to suit up at all for the Blackhawks this season. It's <laughs> It's going to make it a really tough year to cover. But I still think all the potential positive outcomes that that could have uh, that could have occurred at the World Juniors, all those outweigh the negatives. And it just so happened, like I said, Doc was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and one of those few potential negative outcomes unfortunately turned into a reality. And now the Blackhawks will be without Doc for at the very least a significant chunk of the 2021 regular season. All right, ladies and gentlemen, no Alex Nylander and no Kirby Doc for the majority of 2021. And now Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taze could also be looking at a lengthy absence. More on Captain Sirius' status in just a moment. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Go, the protein and energy gel your body needs on the go. That's right, energy plus protein in one delicious snack. Bilko comes in a squeezable plastic container, which makes it super easy to eat on the go before a workout, on the course before the back nine, and also just as a tasty snack around the house. Everyone has that wall they need to break through every day to get their body going, whether it be physically or mentally, and Bilko is the perfect protein and energy source to get you ready for whatever your day is going to throw at you. Right now, Bilko is offering 20% off but only to lockdown listeners. So be sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now, click on the Built Go section at the top, and use our promo code LOCKED in all caps to get 20% off your next order of the best workout gel on the market. Built Go has three delicious flavors, mint chocolate, chocolate coconut, and peanut butter honey. I personally love the peanut butter honey, but all three flavors are tremendously tasty, and they give you the same effect as a five-hour energy, but without the crash feeling after because the product is all natural. So one more time, be sure to go to BuiltBar.com, head over to the Built Go section, and use our promo code LOCKED in all caps to get 20% off your next order of the best workout gel on the market. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. 
Alright, I just finished up talking about Kirby Doc undergoing wrist surgery earlier this week. And right when it seemed like things couldn't get any worse, boom, 2020 strikes again. And, and this time, uh, not to say that Doc's wrist injury isn't serious, but what's going on with Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taze right now is a, a little more concerning. It all began on Tuesday morning as there, early on in the morning there were some rumors floating around uh, Twitter because of an interview that TSN had with Pierre Maguire. And, and during that interview, Maguire said that he heard Jonathan Taze was injured during a skate sometime recently and was looking at about a four to six month absence. And and when McGuire had, had said that, the Blackhawks hadn't released anything. There was nothing going on or nothing suggesting that Taze had suffered an injury. Um, and for a respected guy like Pierre, I, I know that most of the hockey world hates him, but he knows what he's talking about. And he wouldn't go out and say something that serious unless he knew something was up. And sure enough... Just, uh, you know, an hour or so after that, the Blackhawks released a statement saying that Jonathan Taze will not join the team for training camp, but due to an illness, and he does not have a timetable for his return. So it was weird to hear McGuire say he got hurt, and then for the Blackhawks to say it was an illness, just because... You wouldn't think the Blackhawks would go out and lie about something like that, but at the same time, you don't think McGuire's lying either. So, it, it was just kind of a, a weird situation that that was going on. Um, and then Jonathan Taze himself released a statement saying he's been feeling unusually tired and drained this offseason while training, and he's been working with doctors to figure out what's causing this and whatnot, and... Right now, the the Blackhawks nor Taves have said what's going on really other than the symptoms, and that has Blackhawks Twitter driving crazy, you know, going on WebMD and saying Jonathan Taves has one of 80 million different things. Um, but the, not neither the Blackhawks or Taves have come out and said what this is, and it's scary because there's the potential that not even they know what's going on with Jonathan Taze right now, so it's a pretty scary situation. For forget hockey, just Jonathan Taze as a great human being that he is. This is scary, and I hope it's nothing serious. Hope nothing but the best for the captain, and um, really keeping my fingers crossed that they can figure out what's going on because I couldn't imagine a situation like that. You know, you're not a hundred percent feeling like yourself, and you know you're not right, but but you don't know what's wrong. It's kind of like the Brian Bickle situation back in 2016 when he was with the Blackhawks. He knew he wasn't right. I think us Blackhawks fans, when we were watching that whole situation unfold, we were like, what's going on with Bickle? He looks nothing like the same player. Well, clearly he had something going on internally, and he didn't even know about it. So it's just a not only a scary situation, but it can be unnerving and it can ruin your confidence as a player because you're so used to being so good and so dominant and in the best shape and all of a sudden one day just like that you know it's not there anymore that has to be such a such a scary feeling so um I'm wishing Jonathan all the best no idea what he's dealing with like I said but obviously it's something scary enough where he he feels 
not he's not comfortable enough with joining the team during training camp or for the beginning of the regular season. And with something this serious, I don't expect the Blackhawks to be in any rush to get him back into the lineup. So there is also the potential that Jonathan Taze is gone for the entire 2021 regular season for the Blackhawks as well. No Alex Nylander, no Kirby Doc, and now potentially no Captain Sirius. The wheels are falling off the bus right now, ladies and gentlemen. Like, seriously, I didn't think things could get any worse after hearing Doc go down for the entire year. And then on Tuesday morning, I wake up, and the first thing I see on my phone is a a push notification from... Uh, Pierre Lebrun, and I was like, what is is going on? I was just in awe. I couldn't believe it. Like, what's going on around Chicago right now? 2020 is late. I have no words. This Blackhawks season is in so much trouble, ladies and gentlemen. Like, no Taze, no Doc. We traded Brandon Saad. We don't have either Crawford or Leonard anymore. It's going to be a nightmare. We have a nightmare brewing in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. And ugh, Just let me be one of the first to warn you. This could be a very, very tough season to watch the Chicago Blackhawks. Probably not going to be a whole lot of winning going on. Um, but one thing these injuries will allow is some young prospects to get additional looks with the NHL squad. I mean, three whole spots did just open up this past week. And... The depth, especially at center right now, it's actually a huge question mark in this forward group. Taking a look at what the Blackhawks have down the middle right now, Dylan Strom still has not agreed to a new a new deal with the Blackhawks, and we're now just five days away from training camp opening up, so the clock's ticking, Stan, and it's been ticking for the last two or three months. And I know there there are plenty of RFAs around the league that also still need to be re-signed by their respected teams, but come on, in the Blackhawks' circumstance, their top-line center right now is it's Carl Soderberg, who I haven't even really talked about much on this podcast because of the last two episodes uh, where my interview was Sopel. But over the weekend, the Blackhawks, I think they likely knew uh, the severity of Kirby Doc's wrist injury and also potentially Taze's illness or what he's got going on. Um, and because they knew about those things, they went out and they signed 35-year-old Carl Soderberg to a one-year, $1 million contract, which really is only a positive for the Blackhawks. I, I, I don't see how uh, people were so upset about this deal. I know on paper it looks like, yeah, Soderberg's 35, and he doesn't really fit in with the rebuild uh, that we're going through here in Chicago. And while that is true... At the same time, the Hawks are going to need someone who can score down the middle uh, to play with Patrick Kane this year, and I think Soderbergh's a good fit for that. In the past, we've seen Kane work well with, you know, big big net front presences as his center. You know, Artem Anisimov and Kane, they were really good together for a couple of years there, and Soderbergh, in six of his seven NHL seasons, he's registered at least... 35 points. He's usually between 40 and 50, so he could chip in and help this team offensively a little bit, and at this, and he's a big-bodied forward. The Blackhawks needed a little bit of that. He's a good two-way guy. He's not the greatest at the face-off dot. He can also play the wing, though, but uh, with the Blackhawks' depth right now, you know, they'll take as much help as they can get, so I think Soderberg is uh, a pretty good fit here. 
for the Blackhawks. And also, there's the very likely outcome that he gets dealt to a playoff contender at the trade deadline. So for just $1 million, yeah, Soderbergh, that's a good fit for the Blackhawks for, you know, half a season. And worst case scenario, if they aren't able to deal him at the deadline, he's only costing the team $1 million for one year. So not the end of the world by any means. Soderbergh, don't think of him as, as part of the rebuilding process with the Blackhawks. He's he's merely a filler with Kirby Doc and Jonathan Taze expected to be out of the lineup for a majority of the season. And besides Soderbergh, the Blackhawks have the unsigned Dylan Strom, they have Lucas Walmark, Matthias Janmark, David Kampf, and Ryan Carpenter as centers, and then Soderbergh. So, um... And as I said, Soderberg and also Yanmark and Carpenter, all three of those guys, they're not even really full-time centers. They're more so wings that that have the ability to come in and win face-offs when you need them to, kind of like Andrew Shaw as well. So um, it makes sense that the Blackhawks went out and signed Carl Soderberg, Carl Soderberg excuse me, because without him, the depth down the middle might might be the thinnest across the entire National Hockey League. Alright, so there's the latest news on Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taze and how his absence will affect the team this season. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to talk about one issue that I have with Kirby Doc attending the World Junior Championship. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action by going to betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts, and use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Are you ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. Plus, the NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer every week, and there is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. You can also visit our good friends and exclusive partner on social media at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first betonline.ag deposit. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talk and Hockey. Or you can also always email the Lockdown Blackhawks email, which is LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. For any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks or their moves during the free agency period. Okay, we already talked about Kirby Doc's injury and Jonathan Taze's illness. But before I wrap things up today, I wanted to be sure to share one quick thought I had about this whole situation with Kirby Doc going to play for Team Canada at the World Junior Championship. So by now you all probably know that I'm I'm personally okay with the Blackhawks allowing uh allowing Doc to go to the tournament, but one thing I will say is that if the Blackhawks were already aware of Taze's illness and 
the possible severity of what's going on with him, and then they still decided to allow Doc to play for Team Canada, I will say that changes my mind on the situation entirely because if they knew that Jonathan Taze, their top-line center, was facing a potential life, a life-changing illness. Now, I never want to speculate on that sort of thing. I don't want to say that's that's what it definitely is. Um, but right now, with Taves out indefinitely, th- this is looking like it's pretty serious. So, if the Blackhawks were already aware that their top-line center could be out for for the time being and for a, a huge chunk of the future... And then they allowed his future replacement and Kirby Doc to go play for Team Canada. Then that that would definitely be reckless in my mind, just because it's not an injury that Taze is dealing with. There's no knowing when or if he he's going to return at all. Um, and with Doc kind of expected to be, you know, the Blackhawks' next superstar at the center position and potentially the next captain here in Chicago. You know that then it would have really been it would have uh, it would have been the turn of the page into the next chapter, in my mind, if you will. Uh, it, it just would have been a huge opportunity for Kirby Doc. And let's be honest, right now he's really the key piece of the rebuild. We we know we have some good prospects who we're hopeful can turn into good players and play a huge impact down the road. But Kirby Doc is the only one really with absolute superstar potential. So if the Blackhawks knew about Taze and still let Doc go play for Team Canada, then I'll admit they were way too reckless with him. But we'll we'll likely never know uh, when the Blackhawks found out about Jonathan Taze. I just wanted to share with you all my thoughts on the situation because if the Blackhawks could have prevented Kirby Doc getting injured then that changes this whole thing completely. Obviously, they never would have known what could have happened with Doc going to play for Team Canada, but if they were already aware that they were down one center and they still allowed Doc to go play, that changes things completely, and that is a whole different story that could be built here in Chicago. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Wednesday, December 30th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On Bets podcast. Every day, your boy Q and Lee Sterling provide you with the biggest locks, must-hit parlays, plus which teams to fade across all professional sports. Be sure to give Lockdown Bets a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, make sure to check out betonline.ag to see all the lines and odds for any game you want to win money on. Once again, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. 
So until the next episode, thanks again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.